Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I would be Bill Knight. We actually did our show, and as soon as we got it done, and, uh, you know, we were getting into our routine of the other things that we do, Right. Uh, the Roe versus Wade decision came down. So we don't want to throw away the show that we did. So we're just going to say the show that you're about to hear, we did minutes, literally, before that decision. Hey, the Supreme Court today overturned the Roe versus Wade effectively uh, ending recognition of the constitutional right to abortion and giving individual states the power to allow, limit, and ban the practice altogether. It's going to set up uh, an interesting weekend, I think. They're talking about riots. There's this thing called, this group called Jane's Revenge, which has vowed uh, anarchy, uh, riots in the streets. Uh, Outside the Supreme Court right now, I understand there's a large crowd. I haven't heard of any riots as of yet, but this literally happened, what, 20 minutes ago? 25 minutes ago? Yeah, it took that. You know, it's funny because uh, we, I switched computers or there are two separate computers for two different contractual things that I do, but you know, and there's, they're on switchers and we had just done the show and everything was perfect. And then all of a sudden when I switched back updates came flying in and the updates reconfigured the whole computer shebang. And actually, then when I went back to this one, right. Updates came flying in and you're getting a nice profile from the side because the other camera now is it doesn't yes, it doesn't some, exist somebody anymore. somebody doesn't like you bill yeah <laughs> there's a dark hand watching yeah well you. you know maybe the protesters are lining up outside my uh my window right now i don't think you, now they're going to call them justified peaceful protests of course even, yes even if they break and blow up things of course and they will not be now pay attention to all the violence that happens this weekend, things that get broken, and these are the future. Well, no, they're not the future moms because they don't want kids and probably a damn good reason why they don't want kids because they're mean, vicious, brutal people if they're out there protesting, breaking things. If you got a point to make, you make it civilly, which we did, but you didn't listen. Yeah, we did (laughs) listen. Well, uh, it is going to be an interesting uh, uh, evening, I think. I'm really curious to see how the states react to this. I know there are a bunch of states that have said that they're going to reconsider the abortion laws they have in their states altogether, make it more difficult to have an abortion in their state. Uh, you know, they a lot of states are going to go back to what they did 25, 30 years ago when they they limited abortions to like the first trimester, which... I, you know, it's funny being naive about these things for the longest time. I thought that's the way it was. And then I realized, no, no, they've changed that. Now you can get an abortion now up until the time the baby's born, which mm-hmm. is uh, unbelievable. But, uh, other States like California, New York, uh, maybe even Pennsylvania, they're going to make it, uh, easy to get an abortion. They're going to, I heard someone say this morning, don't be surprised if you start seeing travel uh, vacations to uh, these states to have an abortion. That it, it endangers the, the life of the mom and there's no way to remove that baby successfully. I, I get it. There, there are rape, incest. There's all kinds of reasons that I would sit there and go, yeah. But when somebody like Whoopi Goldberg, all right, mm-hmm. she made a mistake at a teen age and she gave herself an abortion. And then 
You would think that would be less than enough. Nah, she did it again and again and again and again and again. Now, I don't think she gave herself an abortion every time, but the point is she's your spokesperson. My you know, question it, is this, Bill, and I know this, again, is a naive male's point of view, but if you're going to have an abortion, if you if you are raped, why don't you go right to the hospital? Yeah, you know, well, they got the pill. They got the morning after pill. Right. And, you know, you can, you can say what you believe all you want. If I get a whoopsie, I get that you, you had a whoopsie, but a whoopsie is not a reason to go in for an abortion. Your mistake doesn't mean that you get to make another mistake. They're showing you know? a, a large crowd right now standing outside of the Supreme Court. The crowd is uh, basically under control. There's no no rioting. Mostly, from what my angle of, of the uh, Supreme Court, it's mostly the media the, right now uh, with their cameras yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, Well, don't be surprised if somebody in the media or the government doesn't incite things going on. Not a good day to sit there and uh, wear, you know, show your religious values because they're going to attack you. Well, the mainstream. Not a good day to be a man because they're going to attack you. You know, you're going to hear things like on The View about how wrong this is and how bad the decision was and, and, and they understand people being upset. All of these things are things to incite. This is, this is uh, maybe one of the biggest decisions in my lifetime. The biggest decision in my lifetime probably was. In 1973, when they passed Roe versus Wade, I can remember that. Right. When they, quote, made abortion the law of the land. That's how they promoted it. The law of the land. Yeah. We are the gods and listen to us. I don't know. This is, this is, uh, I never dreamed in my lifetime that I would see that law overturned. I mean, this is the most incredible decision from the Supreme Court probably in in decades. Well, I guarantee this. If uh, things happen in favor of the Democrats in, oh, let's say the midterms, uh, then you know it's going to happen in their favor in 2024 because I think things will have changed and over. And at some point in time, they're going to pack the Supreme Court with their the voices they want or dissolve it at which point in time they can legislate anything they want to, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. So this issue is not over until the liberals get what they want because they've made this an issue, and they have to deliver on their promise to, you know, the people that go, yeah, that's my, that's, that's my cross I bear, and they want a payday. Okay, and so today, put on your your uh, predictor's hat. What do you think? Do you think there'll be riots, uh, massive riots like they're talking about? Do you think that there will be cities burning because of this result? Well, I think there's going to be uh, destruction. I think there's going to be riots. Yeah, I do. And I think that this is the precursor. This could be the catalyst to a summer of riots of for on all causes and all fronts, because I, I think that they will use it as a catalyst because yeah. If they can do that, they could suspend the elections. They can lock us down. We can be in martial law. There's all kinds of things that can happen. Conspiracy theory. Oh, Bill, that would never happen. Get your head together, Bill. <laughs> well, take a look at what's going on, please. Yeah. And then tell me 
with any bit of sanity that you don't think bad things are going to happen. They're going to happen. So Yeah, I think they need an excuse to riot, and I think this will be their excuse. I think that there could have been a lot of other excuses. They want uh, a hot summer, and I don't mean hot weather-wise. They want to have cities burning. They want to have anarchy, upheaval. They want to have turmoil, confusion. They would love it if, if it got so bad that they had to institute martial law and uh, had to suspend the elections. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that if, if something happened there where the 4th of July goes by the by. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see other groups get together, even though they have nothing in common with what a threat of commonality as to what they're about, band together to break things and blow things up uh, just to sit there and have a temper tantrum to get their way because they're going to see it as an opportunity. And definitely we got a democratic Congress that is in favor of them. And you got Schumer. That's their band leader conducting that choir. It'll be interesting to see the responses coming out of Congress today in the Senate. Are you going to hear from the Schumers and the Pelosi's and all of these people will have their negative comments about the decision. And if you're conservative, pay attention to the voices, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Because if you agree with the decision that came down, mm-hmm. then look at the dissenting voices. And if they're in your party to vote for, don't vote for them. Right. Because they don't hold your values. Now, if they hold your values, then by all means, vote for them. And I mean, if, if your values are abortion's okay, I'm not saying, you know, not to vote for the people that support your values. I'm just saying, stand true to your colors and be who you are. Cause I want to know who you are too. Well, we had the decision this week on the guns, you know, that there were 15 senators basically who were supporting, uh, the, the change in the gun laws that they came out with, uh, yesterday. And so right. we know that there are 15 turncoats, so to speak. Uh, on the Republican side, we got that list. Now, like you said, pay attention to this situation, the abortion situation. If you see people coming out who are Republican, who are against this decision, that's another list. These well, are the, the only people other to look thing at. They, the only other fire you can ignite is the division of the races. And the division of the races is not a division by the people of race. It is a division by the politicians that have hammered a wedge between us. And they're, they're applying pressure on that to try to make this divide. It's not really working, but this is going to be a point where they can possibly apply pressure. But today, in a decision, uh, if, if you're looking at this as a win-lose, life won today. Yeah, and, and a reminder, friends, this doesn't make abortion illegal, per se. No. It sends, nope. it sends uh, the decision as to whether your state allows for lawful abortion back to the states. So what they're saying is it's not a federal issue. Your state can decide what it does, uh, what the, the limitations are to abortion in your state, and that's what you live by. But don't expect right. the federal government to do a, a one-size-fits-all law because that's illegal. That's what they've said. Right. And you know what? This is not about, uh, you know, women have the rights to their body. Yeah, you do have the right to your body. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I have the right to my body. But the point is, 
you don't have the right to have the say over another life, and but you still do in some states. Uh, and, you know, everybody's quick to redefine, well, when does life start? Yeah, you know, I've always, I've always thought, you know, when I hear people say, you know, I have a right to, it's my body, I can decide. Well, then why is it illegal to shoot heroin? Why is it illegal to take cocaine? It's your body. You're putting it in your body. You should have the decision and the right to be able to do what you want to do with your body. If you go by the, the argument that they're going by with abortion, it's my body and my choice. You know, no, I, do, I, do, I do think that when you have a situation like we've talked about where rape, incest, and, and the health and well-being and life of the mother, that's a different situation. But I also think you, gotta, you can't wait six months to make that decision. You can't right. wait, you know, seven months to decide, well, I should get an abortion. I was raped seven months ago. If you were raped, you should get to the hospital right away. Well, too, and if you were raped, mm -hmm. by going to the hospital, uh, they have a rape kit. So they can sit there and match up uh, what's inside of you to right. the perp that raped you, uh, and uh, you can prosecute him. And wouldn't that be the smart thing to do? Because, sure. I, you know, I, I am an advocate for women on rape because, and I know the numbers on this because it's happened in my family, and you know about that. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you, once a victim, always a victim. You know, Bill, we're learning it was a six to three decision. Uh, the, the decision That's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. It came down. Uh, Sam Alito was the guy who was the point person on this, uh, guy who's got a lot of cut, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of guts. Uh, but then again, everybody who sided with, uh, uh, justice Alito, uh, has a lot of guts. Now, you know, it's going to be interesting, the protection of the, uh, the uh, justices, because Pelosi, you know, she really, she was trying to use protection as a tool to yes. get them to vote the other way. And that was so wrong. And Schumer, with what he said, inciting people, if people protest, I guarantee right now, the news sound bites ought to come back and bite them in the butt he should be held accountable on all charges and do some time. I would think that right now all of the justices are in protective custody. I would think that they are surrounded by a cadre of security. You would I, hope. I don't think that they're going to be going back to their homes. I think their homes are in the, these houses. They that better protect their families because if, if I were a justice and anything happened to a member of my family. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, oh. You know, yeah, what gets me, have you, have you seen these protesters walking in front of some of the justices' houses? I was surprised to see how modest they were in comparison to their their position. And also, one of the justices, I don't, was it Kavanaugh's house? And he has basically no lawn. It's like house, small lawn, sidewalk, and street. And they're right out in front of his house, uh, walking up and down the street and protesting and picketing. Now, with the decision that's come down, if they get violent, they don't have too far to go. It's not far t from the street to his uh, his front door. It's going to be if, difficult. If I were a justice, I wouldn't fear so much for myself. It's my family. So with that said, you could say, oh, they don't care about anything. No, you do care about your family. Right. And that means there was a heavy decision to be uh, weighed for them. 
but they weighed, they measured it, and they did what they believe is the right thing. And they did it peacefully. And they did it respectfully. And I would encourage you, if you don't agree with it, say what you want to say. You have the right to gather and, uh, and, and protest, but do it peacefully and respectfully. I have to tell you, I am impressed at the courage that these justices have, uh, have shown for them mm-hmm. to have done what they did, considering that for the last month they've had people walk up and, you know, threatening them. Kavanaugh had his life threatened. Uh, oh, yeah. And they still came through with this courageous decision. Uh, I had Amazing. to applaud them. Uh, yeah, it, it, it surprised me. I thought some of them would cave. And the other question is, is this, are they now going to come out with the name of the leaker who leaked this decision a month ago? They said that they were going to check into it. It shouldn't be too hard for them. I think they know who he is. Well, I think they know too. And I think uh, that's a democratic hero there that they're going to make a big, Hey, what a, what a patriot this person was uh, at risk of their own life. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, again, a major decision today, a major, major decision. The Roe versus Wade decision has been, has been struck down and it's been sent back, sent back to the States. The states will decide whether to allow abortion, and if they do allow abortion in those states, to what limit? To how far will they go? How many months? It'll be the the state's decision completely. Some states will probably have no change at all. Other states, they may become abortion-free states. I've heard that mm-hmm. is a possibility. But it's not a federal situation anymore. True. So we will stay on top of this story. We have, we've had an interesting day. Like we said early on, we did our show for today, earlier today. It was a very nice show. <laughs> you will pre- it will air. It yeah. will be there. Well, you'll, I, I think what will happen, the best way of doing it is this that we're doing right here, we'll just connect it to that that we did right back there and make one huge show. What do you think? A huge show. A huge show. It's a yes. humongous show. Yes, I think that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to have a humongous show like you've huge. never seen before. This one will make it over an hour. Well, that's a go. record for us. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, yes. One and only time is yes. cool. But it's the weekend, so you have the time, folks. You can listen to it. Have a great have a great uh, weekend. It's an exciting time to be living in. This this, for a change, if you are a conservative, if you believe in life, for a change, this is good news. This is good news. This is this. And if you are a pro-choice person, it uh, probably isn't going to change your life much anyway because there will be places to go. Uh, it's not quite the, the decision that uh, we would love to see ultimately, but, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Bill, have a good weekend. Hey, you do the same, and if something else breaks out, which could happen, we will return. You got that right. This <laughs> is It's Another Day, and uh, we but got a lot to talk people, about. Well, you know what? Yeah, we do have a lot to talk about. And friends, the news has not gotten better. It's gotten worse, and it is a scary time. I'm afraid. Well, I'm you know, really it's interesting. afraid of the future. The Supreme Court came down with a decision yesterday, which was striking down uh, a law that uh, was challenged in New York State where 
even though we have the Second Amendment and you have a right to carry, and you know, if you have a, a gun permit and things like that, in New York, you had to go other steps further to carry a weapon. And in, in uh, the Supreme Court yesterday, their decision, they said, nope, that's not the case. If you have uh, the, qual- you know, you've, you met the qualifications legally that you have a gun permit, you're licensed, you can carry, you don't need a sheriff to give his authorization or some police chief in your town to approve it. And uh, so all of the left have gone nuts. I mean, the uh, whoopee on the view. You got uh, the mayor of New York, uh, Eric Adams, who is a doofus. He said, we're going to ignore it. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. Well, uh, let's see how that works out. You know, because it'll be challenged. He'll end up going to jail. I don't know. You know, I'm really, I'm really of the belief that states, you know, because they they have their individual rights. You got a governor, which right. is like your 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 regional president mm-hmm. of your of your state, and states will lean Republican or Democratic. So you are like your own little country mm-hmm. in that state. But you know, you do we do have a government that oversees. Uh, you know, the basic principles of everybody and everything. Right. And we have a president. We've got to come to a decision here. You know, what are we? You know, are are we 50 little uh, individual countries that have a pact together? Or are we the United no, States? No, we have one constitution. That one constitution, right. we all agreed, our forefathers all agreed that that constitution was the governing laws that bound us together. All but of the states. But here's your problem. You know, I mentioned uh, off mic that we are in the uh, the Watergate generation, you know, because 70 forward, we'll just say it that way. Most of these people didn't learn about history, the history of the country. Do you remember, let's say go back to the 70s, even, maybe even the early 80s, when somebody wanted to come into this country, they had to know our history, the presidents, people that were in the White House, they needed to know about the Constitution but yet we didn't teach it to our own citizens. Yep. And we've got not a generation, but we got five or six generations that haven't a clue of what the principles and the you know what the founding fathers set forth. And I would submit that they I would submit that they're dumber today than they were when we were in school. Yeah. When we were in school, when I was in school, I was taught the, about the American Civil War. The, the Revolutionary War, Batter, uh, Battle of Bunker Hill and Yorktown and places like that, uh, Valley Forge, learned about that stuff. I don't think my grandchildren were taught any of that stuff. I think that the schools have ignored all of that stuff. The history of the country you live in is very important. Your history is important. And as far as kids with education, you know, I can remember I was always mad. You know, I can't take a calculator to class to take my test. Well, thanks to COVID and things like that, you know, and even even before COVID, kids were able to test online, on computer, at home. So you pull up the screen. Now, they may have a camera in front of you to watch you, but you can sit there and have a second monitor. Like, oh, my, my kid's got a gaming room. Computer, main monitor, second monitor over here, second keyboard. Okay, what is the square root? And he can type that in over here and sure. get the answer. And so kids, you know, whether it's their smart device or a second computer, that is how they're passing their quizzes. 
They don't know hey, listen, squat. I went back to college. You got my degree when I was in my 50s, okay? And I was amazed when I took a, a, a 200 level math course that the, one of the first things they told me to get was a, was a math calculator. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought to myself, wait a second. So what you're telling me is I put the formula into the, into the calculator and I press the right buttons, I get the answer, and that's how I'm going to learn how the formulas work? Yeah, yeah I remember that's how it works. Used to have to, I remember coming in one time with my homework assignment, and I did it all. And I didn't have a calculator, but I did it all. And I did, you know, <laughs> sometimes one sheet sure. of paper. You know, I worked out everything, and I put the answer down. I turned it in, and, you know, I got an F. And I said, what? Why did I get an F? All you got, as far as answering the questions, you got 100%. But you didn't show me the work. Huh. Well, well, it was. Nowadays, well, I did get you a chance to make it up. I had to make it up. Yeah, but know. nowadays, a lot of kids don't have to show the work. They no, just have to, bring, have to show the, they the bring their calculator to class. I couldn't believe it. Hey, listen, uh, I went and got my degree. I, you know, follow the rules of the day, right? But uh, when I was a kid... You couldn't do that. You had to go in there. They taught you the formulas. Uh, they taught you when you when you learn how to outline a sentence. You had to outline a sentence. I mean, everything was done by hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's a different. It's a different it, you can you imagine, like you said, walking in with a with a uh, an iPhone and being able to Google your answers. Kids now have anything they want at their fingertips. Anything they want, and that's. Good and that's bad. Well, you know why it's bad? You can Google the answers. So that means Google is our thinking brain. And if Google is our thinking brain, it's our rational brain, our reasonable brain, our political brain. It is everything we believe, think, yeah. and know. You heard about the AI that they've developed, right, at Google? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, amazing stuff. Learn more about it. The They interviewed the... Uh, one of the guys who brought it to the public and exposed this. This is not your average uh, AI. This is not something like asking Siri a question. No, no, no. This is uh, a, essentially a living, thinking computer. Mm -hmm. a, a, a computer that will answer with rational answers and ask you interesting questions, even question its own existence. This is a, a computer, mind you. It's, it's, it's kind of scary stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, right now it's all in a mainframe somewhere, but someday this will be in a robot. Someday well, this they, will be in, in, in robotics. And then we're going to have a really interesting uh, situation on our hands. Well, they can download your conscience into a, uh, into a computer now. I don't know how uh, they can they do that. How can they take Bill Knight... The essence of Bill Knight, and transfer it into a into a computer. I know it really would take a super processor for that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, but apparently they could do it. Elon Musk came up yes. with that, yeah. and then they do have robots now that uh, they they have a skeleton that you know is mechanical and walks and does yeah. things normally, which they're way ahead of the curve on that. And they can they do the skin on the face, but you know under the clothes it's a robot. However. They have now got living tissue that looks like flesh, and they can put it on that robot. You know what, so get, you take that AI. 
we part of our society is working very hard to have the ability to abort living human beings. But right? they want to live forever but, in yeah. a robot. Yeah. Or they want to they want to dispose of a living human being, but they want to create a synthetic one in some lab somewhere that can walk and talk. Yeah. What I mean, what is wrong with this society? Everything. I mean, Everything holy is wrong. smokes. You know, we think we are God. We 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 think that we are better and higher than God right now. This society. Now, if you don't believe in God or you go, well, I'm a spiritual person, well, yeah. okay. You're a spiritual whatever, person. As but that John doesn't Lennon mean, once said, whatever gets you through the night. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't mean that you believe in God. Yeah. You know, you either do or you don't. But a lot of Democrats don't, but they use his name if it's going to politically benefit them. But anyway, the January 6th uh, clown committee is going on. They postponed until July because we've got a deluge of evidence. But yet, here we are. You know, uh, you know, it's just crazy. I, I think it's because nobody's watching it. Literally, nobody's watching it. They have spent millions of our taxpayers' dollars to watch Liz Cheney badmouth President Trump and not to give him any time to rebut. No oh, challenge. Things are bad for her. You heard what she did yesterday. She's now, she's Wyoming, right? Right. Yeah, she's pleading with the Democrats in Wyoming to switch parties to become Republicans so they can vote for her this fall and keep her in. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Because she has 10% of the vote right now in Wyoming. You know 10%, what, though? 10% of the voters in Wyoming will vote for Liz Cheney. She's down the hopper. You know what? Uh, Liz, if you lose this fall, you can run again as dog catcher and run as a Democrat. You know what? Let them have, I have let that party have you. They were talking last night on one of the talk shows that her father's worth like 80 or 90 million dollars and I don't know how he made the money okay but she's worth 7 million dollars and I'm thinking wait a second how did she make her money what did Liz Cheney do to to make 7 million dollars in the course of her life she has done very little uh as far as work goes that you can point to that would generate any kind of incredible revenue yeah, you look at liberals, and she really is a liberal in disguise. If they don't like something, uh, well, the liberals this weekend, they will sit there. If they don't get their way, they're going to break things and throw a temper tantrum. You don't see Republicans doing that, and that insurrection was not the people that were there to see Trump. They were there peacefully. What happened at the Capitol steps I believe was a stage. Yeah, I do too. I think they were Antifa and I think there were federal agents involved too. There was a lot of things. I mean, the Capitol police stood aside and let people come in. I mean, if if you were supposed to protect the Capitol and this is all, all you have to do if you're Trump is show the video of this. I mean, all you have to do is the Capitol police could have stood in front of the doors. I showed you that one picture. I showed you that one picture of the gate coming down. Now you can't find that picture any, anywhere, but I have it. Uh, was I forget what news source it was? It was in the photo, but the gate coming down with the uh, Capitol Police behind it. 
there was one guy with his arms extended forward, you know, barely pushing on it, and the yeah. gate was going forward, and there's a half dozen Capitol Police there. Pulling it back, pulling it down. All of their, yeah, their palms were on the top of the bar and their fingers on the opposite side. That is a pulling motion. They were pulling it down. Yeah, I know. They weren't pushing it up. Yeah. So, you know, and somebody just wanted to get the angle of the photo showing the two facing sides. But what they did is they showed what actually was going on. Well, it was a telltale photo. A lot of things I don't understand about uh, this administration that we have now. Everything mm -hmm. they seem to do is against us. Uh, I just saw where one of the uh, representatives came out yesterday. I forgot who it was. He said uh, the border, we're, it's, we've lost control at the southern border. I'm thinking, you're just realizing this? You're just realizing we've lost control? But he's right. The southern border is uh, non-existent. There's no protection. And I, 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 I know what some people think about, uh, well, it's not all that bad. It's a way to increase our population. It's a way to uh, keep us from a diminishing population because some people believe that we weren't procreating fast enough at a rate that would sustain our, our country. And, and there's an argument for why that is happening. But we won't go. We went into that yesterday. We talked about that, mm -hmm. you know, the, the the procreation thing. But I don't think this. We're getting a lot of terrorists in in the country. I think they said they they uh, got fifty of them last month. Fifty who were on the terror wanted list were hmm. arrested at the southern border trying to get into our country. The month before that, there were fifteen. And the month before that, there were like five. So it's 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 going up. People, yeah, but they're they're talking about letting these people in because we got to replenish our population. They're saying that out of one side of their mouth, but on the other side, they're saying, we got too many people. We've got to reduce the population. So what are they really saying here? Yeah, I know. Are, you know, are they lying to, well, they are lying to Boy, us. They got such an agenda, don't they? These guys ever get the impression they have a pre-planned script, a pre-planned well, script. Say that five times fast. A pre-planned script. A pre uh, yeah. A pre-planned, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about, blah, 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 blah. think about Joe saying this. We don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. He just said that a couple of days ago. There's going to be a second pandemic. We need more money for a second pandemic. He's saying. Now they tell us yeah. that we've got another strain of COVID coming. Of course we do. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, Joe was in a, a meeting yesterday. Oh, the cue card? He had a cue card, and it wasn't like it wasn't your cue card with talking points. It was cue cards with directions for him to do every single thing. It almost looked like it was a parody. It said, uh, you walk into room. You walk to podium, and the U would be in capital letters. You introduce yourself. You take one question. You sit down. <laughs> it's like... I'm thinking this is the president of the United States and some doofus in the back room is giving him a card telling him every single thing that he has to do in this uh, press conference. But what's scary about that, he should be removed from office right now. You know, and they're saying, well, Kamala, they've, they've cut her funding, so she really can't campaign her anymore. Uh, she's not qualified to be president. But they don't have anybody in line with Buttigieg, but she's she's in line. They take Joe out now. We've got Kamala. They have 
they have nobody who's qualified to be president, as far as I'm concerned. Buttigieg was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. I mean, and he was not a great mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Ask, ask the townspeople about the roads in that, uh, in that little American town. I, apparently, he, he, he ran on, I'll fix the roads. He never quite got to it. Uh, and, and this is the guy who's in charge of our infrastructure and things like that. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. And our supply chain out there yeah. where the ships just floating yeah, around. Yeah, getting you know. those, getting those uh, ships unloaded. But, you know, when it's a Democrat that screwed up, it's not my problem, man. It's not my, it's not yeah. my fault. It's, it's your fault. Well, he had it's to take a, fault. He, he had to take a maternity leave. I mean, you know, he had to go out and. Take a maternity leave and Don't to do it. Don't even get me started and on to that a, because I think he did a movie for Netflix too, a documentary. But that's oh, did he yeah. do that on maternity leave? Y- yes, he did. That was the real reason. Wait but, a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa! That's that's yes. crap. That uh-huh. is crap. Guys, hey, well, what the heck? You see where the I think the Obamas w- were dropped by uh, Netflix, and they were picked up by was it Spotify or somebody? Uh, some other. Uh, some other, it wasn't Amazon, but anyway, they were picked up by another uh, service like Netflix for another massive amount of amount of money. And I'm thinking, you know, why they don't generate any money for these companies? What do they give them sixty million dollars for? What do they do that uh, you know, justifies sixty million dollars? Well, okay. they don't make let's, Jaws. Let's They're look not creating a new from... Star Wars. They're not doing anything that's going to bring revenue into the to the service. Let's look at it from a different angle. Uh-huh. Maybe this is a way to keep a promise to give them money for something. That's so, okay, exactly right. Yes. Netflix is going, okay, thank you for that 60 million. We'll do this show. Here you go, Mr. Obama and Miss, Miss, uh, Mr. Mrs. And, um, <laughs> you know, they got their 60 yeah. million. No, the show is doing great, but boy, we were outbid by Spotify. Spotify, tells whoever it is that's funneling that money to them because you can't give it to them directly because that would be illegal, but they can get it through a book that's never published, a film that's never made. They can do it that way. It is a payoff or a down payment for something to come. Amazing. And they do it right under our noses and we don't see it. We, you know, they, there's so much graft and corruption these politicians, and, and on both sides in D.C., they don't do anything that would justify the millions they leave Washington with. They uh, only make maybe $170,000 a year, and, and people like AOC complain about that. She makes more on her speaking engagements, which is another story entirely. Hey, yesterday, uh, Joe Biden, he was, on a, he was on a roll. He also made some comments about uh, the real reasons why the gas prices are going up. Listen. The companies running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump. This is a time of war, global peril, Ukraine. These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Do it now. Do it today. Your customers... The American people, they need relief now. So let me summarize. I'm sorry, that creepy Joe Biden whisper nonsense, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me at all. And he's blaming the gas station. 
That's right. The guy down the street with the pumps, he's blaming him for the increase in the prices. So bring down the prices of the gasoline at the pump, you gas station owner, you. <laughs> Joe, listen to me, Joe. Yes. The guy down the street. Yes. He doesn't even make pennies on the dollar on yes. his gas. And if I, the consumer, yes. buy my gas with a credit card, mm -hmm. he actually is paying for my gas to a degree. He's losing money, Joe. You're an idiot, Joe. <laughs> and you're talking about a war? You know yes. what, Joe? We got blood on our hands. You know, you're blaming everything on everything else, but you, okay. it's you. We shouldn't be in this war. You take your blood pressure medication. Sit back and I take did. it. Okay. Uh, and really? That's what I calmed down to. It's not working. <laughs> uh, he also uh, was was scolding Republicans yesterday, too. Listen. So for all those Republicans in Congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in America, are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Are you saying we were wrong to stand up to Putin? Are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in America and Putin's iron fist in Europe? I don't believe that. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, he blames it on Putin. He blames it on the gas station owners. Uh, who, who's he missed? The guy who delivers the gas to the gas stations, it's his fault, too. It's the unborn baby's fault, and that's why we should have abortion. Let's just bring this, yeah. this thing full story. He's blaming it on anything he can get away with. Amazing. He, he, is, he is unbelievable. We go from a president who, who's telling us to be proud of America and to be proud of where we're going to this guy who every chance he gets, he, he blames something else, somebody else. He, it, it, the guy is amazing. Um, you know, let me ask you a question. The, the threat of war is still there. It's actually bigger than maybe where we left off a few weeks ago. It's worse. It's worse. Yeah. But, you know, it's all of a sudden not really the big narrative out there. It was a distraction. Um, and we do have blood on our hands because Putin now with all this oil thing, and, of course, it was Joe that shut down production here, and we gave Putin the oil card because he's now got stockpiles of oil that pays for the war. So, friends, and we've sat there and funded the Ukraine in a war that we helped to create. So don't you think for a minute that Putin bad, you know, we while, would. While we got blood in our hands. While we're sitting here talking about this stuff, while we're sitting here talking about abortion and about guns and things like that, over in Russia... NATO countries have blockaded a section of Russia mm -hmm. that uh, is like their Alaska. I can't tell you what, I, I forgot the name of it, but it's like their Alaska. It's where they have oil products, where they have their refineries, and NATO countries have blockaded that section. And Russia has said, don't be surprised, Western countries, if you keep doing this, that we use a short-range nu nuke to take you out. This is going on now. Yeah, and you know what? Mark my words. A nuke is going to fly probably probably sometime soon. And when one flies, so all of a sudden they all grow wings and fly. So, you know what? Uh, apparently we voted for this idiot in office. So We have said to them. Uh, while all of this nonsense is going on and we're distracted. Have you ever noticed? Think about this. It has not been a year since we walked out of, of Afghanistan. Afghanistan was last August. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's not a long time ago in, 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 you know, the, the whole scheme of things, right? It's less than a year, but yet it's ancient history. It has become relegated to the chapters that have the American civil war, world war one and two, the Afghan war, the, uh, it's, it's forgotten mean. And there were also Americans, by the way, still stuck there. We have, we've run through so many different headlines between August and now that people don't know what the heck to look at anymore. The, the, the average American is so inundated with crap, you know, they don't know what to look at anymore. And right now, folks in the Ukraine, there's the Russia said to uh, the West that we may use a uh, a limited uh, yield nuke in the Ukraine, and and the, and the West said to Russia, if you do attack the Ukraine with a nuclear weapon, you're attacking all of us. Mm-hmm. That's not something I just made up. That's no, something that is a headline that they've they've, and you don't hear about it. You don't hear about it in the news. You don't see that. It, where the hell is the American media when you need them? Well, they're not journalists anymore. And like I said, you know, they think that they have the creative freedom to sit there and take and sculpt the narrative of the news and the reality of the world that they think we should be living in, or they are told that we should be living in. Uh, and you look at the ratings, yeah. you know, the January 6th committee. Oh boy, that's in prime time. It's going on all the time. Ratings are in the dumps, but I don't think the Democrats care because all they're doing is building sound bites. They're building sound bites for the midterms and the 2024 election. They don't care what's going on. They've stalled again. Didn't they just stall it to reproduce a video? Now they're going to stall it again until July because we've got this deluge of evidence. No, no, they're stalling it because they can keep carrying this narrative closer and closer it out. to November and getting their sound bites and see. We're not paying attention to the news, uh, but then again, too, they're taking this stuff and they're taking it out on the road where they're throwing it out there and they're little sycophants that go, oh, that's a funny meme. <laughs> and it's nasty, too. I'm a liberal and I love nasty. Well, you'll be great. You'll be really happy when we have a, a nuclear war under this re regime. Don't. No, you're going to be happy when you have no power. Right. You have no food. Yep. You know, now there's, oh, well, they did a recall on, uh, I believe it was Toyota, their new EV car. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big problem with it. You know, there is a problem with, now the interesting thing is lithium. I'm invested in lithium, but you know, stocks are terrible anywhere. Number one producer of lithium happens to be China, but you know. Now, wait a second. You said you'll have no power. You'll have no food. And you probably will have what? No police to protect you because no they're, police. They're going to be know. out taking care of their own families, if that's the case. And you're going to have you're going to have no guns to if protect you yourself. Remember the movie Escape from New York? You know, with Ernest Borgnine, the cabbie that was yeah. a little kind of funny, and, and Kurt and Russell was Kurt, Kurt Russell? Russell. Yeah, yeah. The New York back. That's when it was bankrupt, and they said, "Oh, they turned it into a big prison." But there was no power. I mean, if you wanted light in your building, yeah. you built a bonfire in the living room. That's what you did. And, you know, you you had to fend for yourself. 
that is not only going to be America, that's going to be the world because this one world order, it's just like, you know, they're saying, well, we got to increase the population here, but we got to decrease population. You know, to me, that besides being talking out of both sides of their mouth really sounds to me like, no, we want to replace the population with the kind of pop population we want. They don't want a person that thinks that carries a gun because that's dangerous mm. to them. They want us gone. Well, they, they, the way things are going right now, that's a distinct possibility. I mean, we they, think about what's happening in our world. All of this has happened, by the way, in less than a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. Biden has been in, he hasn't been in office two years. It'll be two years next January. And well, keep your eye on the uh, the midterms because they are planning the steal. They're already working on it. Even if you go out in mass numbers, and I encourage you to do so, take your smart devices, take pictures, because I guarantee the numbers aren't going to look like what you've seen at the polls. The things are going to change again. Yes, the machines ask Vern, can ask flip. Vernon Jones about uh, about how honest the Georgia elections were this week. Yeah. I mean, Vernon yeah. Jones was a rock star, had thousands of people uh, going to his rallies. He was he was doing very well. Polls had him doing well. And then he lost by like 50 points. He and lost. You know, stays, and they say it's uh, he's going uh, the, the other winner was going on the uh, coattails of Stacey Abrams. And I'm like going, she's not she didn't. She's not pulling that well. Yeah. What coattails? Yeah, but no, that makes her, you know, the 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 big person out there. Who, uh, you know, Joe Biden's economic advisor, one of his economic advisors, was on one of the talk shows, Jared Bernstein. He was on with Neil Cavuto, and he talked about the regime and its view towards the economic situation. Uh, in the first quarter of this year, oil company profits uh, are something around $35 billion. Now, we are in a situation where we have tight refinery capacity. We need our refiners and our oil producers to give America a break, to give Americans at the pump some help while we're going through a, a situation where just raw patriotism would suggest you want to help people while we're engulfed in uh, trying to help Ukraine with this war. Okay, so wait a second. It's the guy who owns the gas station. It, he's the guy who's doing it. It's Putin who is doing it. And now this guy is saying, and he speaks for the administration, he's saying that the oil companies are making the gas uh, go higher. So they've covered just about all the bases, haven't they? I mean, they've really, they've, what are they missing here? The, 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 the purchaser. The purchaser. You and yes. me. We have yeah. too much money, and we're willing to spend too much money like sheep. Unbelievable. Well, you know what, though? I, I will say this about the consumer. You know, I drive a, a big truck, but I drive it conserv conservatively, and, and I am looking for a, a gas-friendly car because hmm. I'm not sure about, you know, the battery thing yet. I don't want to put a lot of money into a vehicle. I own mine. I don't make payments. I own it outright. But uh, the point is, you know, I'll be driving along and I'll see my my mileage gauge going, oh, yeah, I'm getting 28 miles to the gallon here. I'm doing pretty good in a big 5.7 liter truck, you know. But then I'll see some young person, you know, that doesn't have a care of the world floored on a pickup truck and just going nuts 
And I'm going like, what does he do to be able to sit there and watch that thing go down to two? Because when I accelerate, right. even lightly, right. I watch that thing go down to 10, 9, 8, four, three, and <laughs> two, then once two I miles get back up, a gallon. Yeah, uh, when you're accelerating, yeah. you're using more gas. Right. Well, this guy has got to be burning through it at, you know, one mile to the gallon, and he doesn't care. Why yeah. doesn't he care? You know, oh, is he on the government tit? Could be. Getting money that he's spending and doing some, I don't know. But when you see stuff like that, you know. All I know. Gotta be, we all, we've got to be responsible or we're giving them a narrative. I, you know, all I know is that there's two major differences that, that I see with the administrations that we had and the one that we have. The one that we have now is nothing but excuses. They don't have solutions. They have excuses. I mean, his Joe's answer is to give you a three-month respite on the federal gas tax and to go over to Saudi Arabia hat in hand and plead on bended knee to the people in Saudi Arabia about giving us more more oil. Okay, that's Joe's answer. And to get the gas and oil from Venezuela, which makes the dirtiest oil and gas in the world, okay? So that's their answer. Whereas Trump, he didn't you didn't see him getting up in front of a, a microphone and, and making excuses. He usually got up to boast about how well he was doing, which was well, which was good for us. He would say you know, we got this and we got the Chinese, uh, we're pay they're paying tariffs that they never paid before. And we generated so many billions of dollars of revenue that we never had before into our co coffers, making us a, a, a stronger nation. That's the kind of thing that Trump did. Now, if you are one of the people out there who just can't stand Trump, he has such an ego and he has orange hair and he's just a nasty guy. I want you to put that aside for a second and think about all, how you were living when that nasty guy was president. You had $1.89 gas. You had lower taxes. The world was a much safer place. We weren't in a bunch of wars. We weren't on the precipice, the verge of a nuclear war. That, that wasn't going to happen. That wasn't even thought about. And, and we had the respect of major leaders in the world, which we don't have now. So nope. tell me how, tell me how we're in a better situation now. There's a, there's a commercial running right now on, uh, some of the streaming services in Pennsylvania uh -huh. and, and it's a pro Joe commercial and it starts out. So help me God. I don't know who wrote this, but whoever wrote this must have a sense of humor. It's supposed to be some nondescript guy you know, talking about, hi, I'm Brandon and I'm from so-and-so and I am a Republican, but I'm glad that we have a Pennsylvania now in the white house. It means more to me. And I'm thinking to myself, they could have called him Charlie. They could have called him Pete, but no, they called this nondescript character that we're supposed to believe is really giving us a true testimony. They called him what? They called Brandon. him Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, and I'm yeah. thinking you gotta be kidding, folks. And uh, they have a bunch of commercials in Pennsylvania running like that now, like they're trying to sell us on what a great job, you know, cue card Joe is doing. Well, they're gonna keep doing it too because they got the money, they got the Soros and uh, the Schwabs and uh, the Gates, all of the world sitting there doing that. Gates, who just bought a bunch of farmland in North Dakota. Yeah. And the attorney general there is going to wait, wait, you just bought out just about the whole state. 
there's a problem here, but he's going to get away with it. Well, let me, uh, if, if one guy buys all that, that farmland bill and then decides not to grow anything on it and not to produce anything on it, he can starve. <laughs> These guys can starve our country. He can, he can manipulate, yeah. he can manipulate the cost of food. Can't he? If he, if he says, well, okay, yes. I'm not gonna, no more corn from us. You're not going to get any corn. We're not going to do any corn this year. Sorry. Oh, cattle. Now nah, we're going to, we're not going to bring any cattle to slaughter this year. We're going to let them grow and get fat and, and sassy, you know, I mean, yeah, they, there, you can there, do it. You know, there, there's a big squeeze that's going on in, in, everywhere. You got the fed that's hiked the rake. Well, a rate, we got to get down inflation, but, uh, all the top economists that I've read are saying, it's what they're trying to do. Yeah. in theory supposedly will work, but the reality is it's not, we are about to crash. The yeah, stock market's going to yeah. crash. Uh, the dollar is you know, going to fizzle. Basically we are coming to a grinding halt, but you know, I'm of the assumption and I know when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, yeah, but I'm of yeah, the presumption. Yeah. We'll put it this way. Presumption. Right. Uh, that uh, this is all intended to crash us because if you want to control a people, a population, and you want to put in place your new world order, one world government, you've got to bring the people to their knees, to where they hurt, so that what you have for them uh, is, is going to be a welcome change. I would submit that many of us are hurting now, right now. Not enough. Not enough. Wow. We, we have so much. We could go on and on and on. This is the longest show I think we've done uh, ever in our history. So it's not intentional. Well, we, we kind of lightened it up at the front, but I think that was good. You got a little yeah. inside peek. Yeah, yeah, it's the weekend. You got an inside peek into uh, a little bit about uh, the industry, and you go, okay, why are these radio guys doing it? Yeah. Because we love to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> no, actually, if that were the case, we would sit there and, uh, you know, uh, sit down uh, on a, uh, you know, overlooking a lake, you know, uh, with a frothy mug and a, and a pitcher of beer there. I'm doing that now. What do, you, that, where do you think I'm doing well, my show from? Shh, shh, <laughs> Sorry. Shh. Um, don't tell them about the keg in the corner. <laughs> a reminder, you can call us at 833-583-6060. Leave us a voice me message. If it's something interesting, we may use it. We may even use your audio. We may, may put you on the radio or on the podcast to make you a star. Uh, a star? A, a star. A, a star. 833-583-6060. We have an email address too, don't we? Yeah, it's mail at itsanotherday.com. Itsanotherday.com. Put mail at itsanotherday.com. You should also remember, folks, that you can uh, you can get any podcast we've ever done at itsanotherday.com. As a matter of fact, if you want to get to our latest podcast uh, as soon as it's as soon as it's out of the oven just keep checking that site and uh, you'll see it there before anywhere else it's another day.com mm -hmm. hey folks have a wonderful weekend uh, and we'll do it again on monday unless of course something happens on the weekend that's major kind of kind of check back okay and tell your friends spread the word about the show please because that's the only way it grows we've got thousands of people out there one of the things that's the problem with podcasts it's it's really hard to get a an accurate figure on the number of people who are who are listening because you can either download the show, which is the old fashioned way of uh, 
of listening to the shows, the podcast, or you can stream them, which is the way most people do it. But when you stream them, it's hard to get an accurate figure on who's listening. We do know we have people in Russia, Germany, Brazil, uh, the Middle East, uh, in Thailand, all over the world. They're listening to the show. We don't know how they found us, but we're appreciative and glad they're there. Yeah, the downloads account for other streaming sites that carry us, and we've got, I think it's something over 30 sites that stream yeah. us. The problem is they're not all linked together to sit there and see how many streams on each one, but right. we, uh, people are picking us up all the time. You know, so, you know, we, we have a number on one stream, and that's the one that we look at, but it's not everything. So we, you know, as uh, as Trump would say, uh, we're huge. Yes, yes, we are. And, and uh, but I wish our paycheck reflected that, but that's a whole uh, other what story. Pay? You get a paycheck? <laughs> not really. <laughs> this is a labor uh, I see, of I love. I see SlimFast back there. You yeah, like that you, stuff? You like this? Yeah, I do like this, actually. But the only problem with SlimFast... Oh, it tastes so good. You want to have another? That's true. It's only it's an eleven ounce bottle, right? And you can it's drink not it enough in four swigs. It's gone. So four. It takes you four. Yeah, and it's two it's, gulps, and it's done for me. That's true. And it says one bottle gives you four hours worth of satisfaction, like you feel satiated, as they would say. You feel uh, satisfied, huh? Satisfied, actually. Yes, yeah, but actually, not not for me. And I, I'm the kind of guy like you, Bill. I think well, if if this bottle will make me feel good for four hours. If I have three of these bottles, I'll be good for the whole day. <laughs> hey, you know what? Actually, uh, stuff like that, the Slim Fast, the bottles, they're yes. good. Insure is good. It tastes good. Maybe that's the old age in me. They've got uh, candy bars that are good, but they're expensive yeah. because they, they, they're they selling to a, a small select audience. Yep. And I'm going, why can't they just make it, make that stuff that it becomes you know, regular over-the-counter stuff, you know, like when you go up to the checkout, uh, I'm not going to get that Mars bar or that Hershey's bar or that oh, yeah. Snickers. I'll get, I get one of their bars because I'd rather pay a dollar for a healthy thing yeah. than a dollar for even though the chocolate is good. You know, they, those things are very good. Why can't they make a bottle of this Slim Fast, right, that comes in this little bottle? Why can't they make it like a quart? <laughs> you know, well, why can't they make like a little, you know, 12 or 16 ounce bottle that is there? So you want a refreshing, good for you drink. There you go. Because yeah. I remember when I managed the store and I'll cut this short, uh, you always find the healthy stuff in one section. And I had a lady one time going, man, I, you know, I've actually had those, those health bars are good. I said, oh yeah, they are. They're good for you. She goes, but five bucks for yeah. a bar. And I'm going, well, you know, it's supply and demand, and I guess that's why they're at the front counter. You know, they would be a lot cheaper. She goes, yeah, I really do like them, but uh, five bucks. Yeah. I think I'll just go get a bag of Cheetos and a Snickers bar <laughs> at the checkout. That's my kind of lady. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, look, have a good weekend, you rascal. We'll do it again on Monday, all right? Adios, man. See you. Bye.